Hello and good evening. It's This Is Going Well, I Think, with David Cooper, and I'm your host, David Cooper. It's This Is Going Well, I Think, the only show where no one's listening, the only show where no one cares, the show where every episode's the last episode. (gasps) I should have breathed a little bit when I was saying all that. Today, we have no guest, except we have a great guest. I'm going to call my producer Danny an annoyer because there's no one else to talk to. Also, I really like her, and I want to check in on the health of the show. So let's do just that. How are you? Your voice sounds muffled or something. No, no, no. I was just, is it better now? Yeah, slightly better. Okay. I was looking at the phone to try to like mute the notification so that when we're, yeah, so that there's no interruptions. I'm proud that you've muted your important notifications to do this with me. Yeah. I mean, you know, I could get a random scam phone call that would be interesting to take and put you on hold while uh, I deal with the Nigerian prince. But anyway. Yeah, we could do a conference call. Uh, Danny, I got to ask you, why are you helping me produce this show? Uh, that is, that's something I've been wondering for months now. <laughs> I have no idea. You desperately need help. No, I don't know. I, you're fun to work with. It's uh, a lot of laughs, a lot of interesting topics and guests, and yeah, I enjoy it. Okay, because I would say it's the money, but when you sent me the first bill that you were working on for the show, you actually made me, like, red with anger at how low it was. I gotta tell you. Ooh, okay, well... I was thinking, like, I'm not fucking paying that, and then I made you send me a new <laughs> bill, and I guess now we're on the same page, but... So, okay. So, Lynn, what, what is your vision for this show? Like, what, what, I know I'm not doing a great job. That goes without saying. But what could I do better? I, I think you're doing a great job. You've got unique guests, interesting guests, strange, um, odd topics and stories. And, yeah, I mean, the one that you did recently I thought was, was really good. The... Um, the girl who had a huge amount of, um, oh, what is it called? The the police picks. Um, oh, the headshot, uh, the mugshots, mugshots. Mugshots, yes, yes. See, I haven't been arrested enough times to know. Um, that was really interesting. And then you guys actually, I mean, I, you know, thought it was going to be this just bizarre, strange story, but, but you guys talked about her past with addiction and and to kind of explain why she was generally very smiley in her photos because she just didn't care about anything um but uh yeah and then it kind of got serious and and i liked it it was it went from one extreme to the other i thought yeah that's what i love when things oscillate between serious and then stupid because she was mentioning how many guys ask for feet pics you don't have that problem do you Okay, I don't, but I will say working for you has been very interesting in terms of A, my search history, because I've had to look up things like foot models and uh, 
cruises that involve swingers and that type of thing. And I've even had to sign up so that I can post on different message boards. And yeah, that's been quite the experience. Doesn't Google like track what you search and then do targeted ads based on what you search? I'm worried that, I don't know, someone in your family is going to go on the computer and see weird foot fetish, sex cruise, all kinds of things like that. Yeah, David, I'm worried about that too. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of family, I know you have a kid. Have you let your kid listen to this show? Um... A little bit, not all of the episodes, because some of them are, but uh, yeah, yeah. And does your kid think you're perfectly sane to work with me? <laughs> he's actually asked. Um, he's he's wondering why I do, and um, yeah, and some of the portions of different interviews that he's heard, he's he's been, I have to be careful and and kind of shut it off soon depending on on what's being said but um yeah he definitely thinks you're interesting oh wow is it is profanity the line or you don't mind profanity like you're teaching your kids how to swear and when to swear or like the second you hear an f word it's done no 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 it's it's not so much the profanity he's older now so it's not i mean it would be different if you know if we're talking a five-year-old or something but no no um I would just say more the the content, the material. Some of it is obviously not intended, I think, for kids or for teen, young teens. So It's all the talk about drugs, all the talk about sex. And I think my episode yesterday with Dan Riskin, it's all the talk about sex with armadillos. Oh, boy. Okay, yeah. Um, and, and a lot of the Natalie Norman stuff. That, that <laughs> cannot be... <laughs> Her self-love and going into detail with that, yeah, that's that can wait, I think. Or he can do that on his own without me putting it on. She's one of the most legitimately insane people I know. I love her. I mean, there's also the interview you did where you're talking about the fact that you self-loved in the bed next to your mom when you were like, I don't know, how old? Yeah, yeah. I, I called my mom to confess. Uh, that was a, that was one of my favorite early radio moments of mine where I called my mom to make a confession about masturbating next door when I was a kid. Yeah, I don't think it's your mom's favorite episode. No, no. So what's your vision for this show? For me, it's like I want to keep working every day now that I lost that commercial radio job. Like, wh- where do you see this show going? Yeah, I definitely would love, you know, you to be able to put out an episode every single day and just have like an eclectic mix of, of you know, regular guests and also just new guests that, that we hear from. I mean, I've been trying to find different types of people that you could interview. I know, you know, there was the giantess, which I hadn't, I didn't even know that that was a thing. That's so uh, naive I am, but apparently that is a fetish for some people. And yeah, I thought that could be interesting to find out more about that. I did not, I, I knew about swingers, but I had no clue that there's actually an entire cruise line dedicated just to swinging couples. So there you go. Um, trying to find a guest who can join you to talk about that and what that experience is like. Uh, and yeah, the foot model I thought would be would be kind of neat. Um, there's different websites that are dedicated just to feet, just to foot models. And yeah. All right. Well, I've got a few things to confront you about. Are you okay with that? Okay. 
how come you always send me articles from like New York Post and all these concerns? Do you not read liberal gossip websites and newspapers? Is it all conservative for you? I don't think I'm sending you conservative articles, though. But honestly, from all the different websites that I look at for the news, I find that the New York Post is often first with with various news stories and I find that other outlets get the story later. So and they just have such a wide variety. They they have a lot of the quirky oddball stuff that you seem to like. You're not gonna find that on, you know, like the C B C website. So Or Huffington Post. I I mean I feel like there's a few liberal gossip sites or like Jezebel or these kinds of things. When have I when was the last time I sent you anything political though? Come on. It's not that I don't mind being political. Like I have political views that come out in my interviews. It's just like the minutia of the day, what politicians doing what, that stuff I couldn't give a fuck about. Yeah, well but I, and I'm not sending you that stuff. But uh I just find that in terms of the odd stories, the bizarre, that uh, they seem to offer quite a few. All right. Well, I know it's you are politically you lean conservative, and I actually love that about you. I tell that uh, about you to people because I, I am in my younger view of myself, I could never work with someone like that. Uh, so you, you, I don't know. And I, I think that's so stupid when people of differing political views won't communicate with the other side. I feel like you think that I think you're more of a conservative than you are. Is that true? Probably. And I, I think the older I get, the more the more I'm moving towards the center, the left. I do describe you as a conservative who doesn't hate gay people because I live in the U.S. and that's an important distinction. That is true. I, I would say I was always more of a fiscal conservative, but always very, pr- I mean, even 20 years ago, I would have said I'm all for same-sex marriage, same-sex adoption, all of that. So, no, that's I'm definitely not conservative when it comes to social human rights. Yeah, so fiscal conservative. This is also my conf- confrontation, by the way, your politics. A fiscal conservative, that's somebody who loves everyone equally and they all have the right to bleed on the street poor if they don't have a job, right? Oh, my goodness. I, I used to say that... Uh, anyone should be able to get married like everyone has the right to be miserable so yeah (laughs) yeah i i think marriage should be abolished that would be the kind thing to do to everybody but no uh okay here is another thing to confront you about there's got to be something i do you've heard hours of me perform uh on the radio what is your least favorite thing that i do maybe it's a tick maybe it's a area of conversation that i go into a style i take with guests there's got to be something that i do that you just groan every time you hear it and you think gee i wish you wouldn't do that oh man um honestly i i think you're great with your interview style and i think that shows in terms of all the regular guests that keep coming back and and they all say the same thing that they just they really love being interviewed with you and it's a lot of fun for them um you know they will often tell me that you are their favorite host uh so that i mean that says a lot because some of those guests are on you know lots of different shows so yeah That's not your least favorite thing about me, though. It's a bit of a cop-out. There's got to be something. Is there something about me privately that you don't like? Like, am I too demanding when I ask you for ideas and guests? There's got to be something you don't like, Danny. You are definitely not too demanding at all. I've No, I, I would not say that. And No, you're really understanding and... I, I think easygoing and, you know, and you get it. I mean, we had a problem. We had an issue the other day where a guest that I had arranged 
I didn't even think she was going to show up for the interview because of the communication problems we had for like a week ongoing. It was just a disaster. And I told you that I said, I won't be surprised at all if she doesn't show up. And then apparently she showed up, but she was at a pub, which obviously is loud background. And I guess she thought that her boyfriend could take part in the interview and answer a lot of the questions, which is not at all what we had in mind. So, um, and you knew that that wasn't my fault. No, you were like worried that I was mad. And I'm like, no, I really like the creative concept you took with this guest. Trust your instincts. This particular guest happened to suck. It's no big deal. But Danny, there has to be something that you don't like about something I've done. There's got to be at least something I've done in the years we've worked together. The the only thing I can think of, first of all, I love that you love cats, so that's good. Um, and you actually watched Home Alone after I gave you a really hard time about that, because that, that just, that hurt that you've never seen that movie. But um, I think the only, the only disagreement we really ever had had to do with the, your interview with Chris Hadfield, Commander Chris Hadfield. I know, the forbidden question that I asked Chris Hadfield that I'm never allowed to talk about, that I promised to you, and then I put your relationship with him in danger and put his relationship with the iHeartRadio network in danger. Was the question really that bad? I, I mean, I don't know if someone who has achieved as much as Chris Hadfield has would expect to get asked that question. And maybe, like, I don't know. Okay, maybe I'm being naive. I mean, I'm sure if he agreed to go on Howard Stern, he would probably figure that anything and everything might go. And maybe that question wouldn't surprise him. And I guess you're obviously a lot more you're closer to the Howard Stern style than you are to some of the, you know, ultra conservative hosts that were on that station, which shall not be mentioned. So, um, but I don't think that's what he had in mind when he was asked to come on because he knew the station. Right. And that's just, you have to agree that like none of the other hosts on that station would have asked that question. No, but that's precisely why I asked it because he wasn't expecting a question (laughs) like that on the station that shall not be mentioned. And the station's name is definitely not Jews talk 1010 because they got rid of their Jewish host. There you go. Okay. Well, (laughs) too much, not enough. (laughs) They've done a lot of questionable things. Uh, Yeah. So that, and, but you know what, even that, I think we worked through that pretty well. Like it wasn't, we didn't have a huge argument about it. I just kind of said what my, what my reservations were and and you were really good about listening and kind of doing it, even though you probably really did want to air that question. Um, you you edited it out. I did. Can I at least say it was a sex related question? I feel like that much I've never revealed when talking about this. Yeah, that's, you know what, you can even say what it's about, because I don't feel like that's different than when you pose the question to him directly, and then he has to deal with it. So if you want to talk about it now, I don't think that's such a big deal. That's fine. All right, let's do this, because I've only played the clip for like one person who's my best friend, and I'd even give him the clip because he loves Chris Hadfield. Chris, he's a pilot, and he loves Chris Hadfield. And uh, it was, I asked him a question about masturbating in space, which I didn't think was that bad because it was pretty close to pooping in space, which was a question you okayed. So to me, I didn't know the difference, but apparently there is one. I am sorry I did it. 
I didn't do it to get you in trouble, but I might do it all again because at the time I didn't see the difference between those two questions, but now I do. It wasn't just the one question though, right? Because then you, you kind of, you kept at it in terms of, <laughs> right? Well, when you're, when you're masturbating, it helps as a man to have a computer. There's the internet. And I thought there's computers in space on the space station. How does that work? Uh, you know, it's just a follow-up question, Danny. It's just a follow-up question. <laughs> I know, but I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this is a man who's been married for a long time, who has children, <laughs> who I I don't know if these are answers. These are questions that he wants to answer and have on on the record, right? And it, yeah. Well, the record's destroyed out of allegiance to you, but he gave a classy answer. He did. He answered both questions. The first one to the masturbating, he's like, you have to use your imagination, which is like pretty mild, and it's not backing away from the question. And the second one was, oh, the computers in the space station have a copy of themselves in mission control so they can see what you're doing so you wouldn't want to do anything like that. So he handled it like a pro. He really did. When you, when I heard the interview and I heard you ask the question, I died. And then he answered and I was like, I just loved Chris Hadfield even more because I was like, that is the perfect response. And the just, yeah, he handled it like an absolute pro. You can't fault him at all for how he answered. He didn't dodge the question. He answered it, but in the classiest way that only Chris Hadfield could do. In the break between the two parts of the interview, after I'd asked him the question, I said to him, is the inappropriateness level of this interview okay with you? Uh, how we doing? Just want to check in with you. And he's like, it's fine. Let's keep going. But then he said, I'd rather talk about the book in the second half. So he wasn't that upset. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's good. You know, but it wasn't, it, okay, it was about him. It was also in terms of, like, I didn't want you getting in trouble with the station that you were on because that's not really, I don't think they would have expected that either. Okay, well, I'm glad we're rehashing this despite my 100 apologies a couple years ago when this happened. Oh. Danny, your least favorite thing that I do is ask renowned astronauts about masturbating. Is, is, that, is that your only answer to the question? It really is, because, no, you, you are fun to work with. And uh, I love when you talk about Tomato, your cat, because you obviously have... I, and I love the fact that, like, you didn't even like cats before him. So, yeah. And, and, and even though you love Tomato so much, I think you still make fun of me for being a crazy cat lady. But uh, that's okay. Well, I'll say this as I close this call. Your help on this podcast is greatly appreciated. You're motivating. You've got great instincts for guests and angles and ideas. Just the other day, you pitched an idea. Why don't you ask your mom a list of questions, which I'm going to do, questions about how well you know someone, to which my mom will get everyone wrong hilariously. So I appreciate your help. I appreciate your ideas. And it's nice not going at this alone, you know? So just want to say thank you. Aw, thank you. I'm looking forward to hearing that because I want to see how many answers Clara gets right. Um, you really think she won't get any right? No, not a one. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe you need to make it multiple choice to increase her chances at least of getting a few correct, but okay. Yeah, so funny. Anyway, I'm off to Burning Man next week. Are you going to miss me? I am going to miss you. Have an awesome time. Wear sunscreen because... I know you're not going to wear much else. And um, yeah, 
uh, you'll be missed. I hope you meet some interesting people that maybe will make good guests for future episodes. Look at you, ABP, always be producing. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a vacation, David. You're going to work a little bit. Well, thank you for producing the show. Thank you for coming on the day we couldn't get a guest. And if you send me another fucking bill for like two cents like you did before, I'm going to be enraged with you. Charge me a reasonable amount for this, please. I'm begging you. Okay, David. I was legit mad. Like I was huffing around my apartment. I'm like, I'm not paying this fucking bill. And my girlfriend's like, is it too high? I'm like, no, it's too low. (laughs) Okay. But the thing is, I read a bunch of articles anyway, and I'm not going to charge you for that because I I just, that's what I I would do that regardless, even if I wasn't producing for you. So, so that time I don't really consider, you know. I know, but you, you scout for annoying guests and you book them on the show. So I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Keep uh, putting out entertaining episodes because I think I'm one of your biggest fans. I love listening to it. And uh, yeah, that's uh, maybe just no singing. Danny, you're my only fan. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Take care. I hope Tomato survives you being gone. I hope my teeny black cat does as well. Natalie Norman is cat sitting for eight days, so he might be dead by the time I get back. I heard you have to make sure that you like get a new set of bed sheets because I heard about her plan. <laughs> what do you think? If someone's house sitting for you, are they allowed to have sex in your bed? I think yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I just hope she either throws the sheets into the lawn, into the washing machine or even gifts you, you know, a new set. I do too. Yeah, I'm going to wash the sheets. I'm not a monster. Uh, Danny, thank you for your time. This is uh, what Jews do. They say goodbye without leaving, but now is goodbye. Okay. Have a great trip. And I just, uh, I said I was going to check in on the health of the show. How would you rate it out of 10? Ooh, um, I'd say a solid 8.5 so that we have a little bit of room for improvement. Great. I rated a two. So we got six in between those and I'm, I'm happy with the six out of 10. To me, that's adequate. Oh boy. And all you can ever hope for is adequate. Danny, this is the final goodbye. Thank you for all your help. Thank you for coming on the show tonight. Goodbye, David.